The contents of the Simple Blessings in Oil podcast, including the information contained in text or audio or other content, is offered on an informational basis only. No content is intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. You should always seek the advice and guidance of a qualified medical professional before changing or making any adjustment to any medical or treatment protocol you are currently using. These products have not been evaluated by the FDA and are not intended to treat or prevent disease. In each audio, remedies or oils are recommended. We are not claiming that the product will cure any of these problems or disorders. We are merely reporting that people have used the product to aid these conditions. This is the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network. Welcome to Simple Blessings and Oils. This is your host, Amanda Phila. I'm a crunchy mom who loves God, my family, essential oils, and simple ways to healthier living. Hello and welcome to Simple Blessings and Oils podcast. This is podcast number 20, and today we're going to be talking about some summertime essentials. So this is our step into summer information, so to speak. Um, I wanted to start off with essential oils in the summertime just because they can be very beneficial. But one thing that we want to remember when we're using essential oils in the summertime is that our citrus oils or blends of oils that contain citrus, such as lemon, orange, grapefruit, um, bergamot, they can be what they call photosensitive. So If we are out in the sun and we have these essential oils on, if you have sensitive skin, it could cause irritation or sunburn. So we want to make sure if we're grabbing lemon essential oil or orange, like the let it go oil. So, you know, we're kind of in a bad mood, whatever, we're heading out for the day, we grab orange. We may not want to lather that on our face or in an area that's highly exposed to the sun. Uh, Instead, maybe put it on your chest under your clothes just because those oils can be photosensitive. Now, for myself, I tan pretty easy. I am known to put orange oil on very frequently to help uplift my mood. And I just apply it right to my neck where I can smell it and my wrists. I've never had a photosensitivity to it, but I also know that I don't burn easy and that I tan very, very easily. So, we just want to be aware of it. So you can still use your oils, put them on the bottoms of your feet, use them in diffuser jewelry, or put them to areas of your skin that aren't exposed to the sun. Now, I also want to say, as we're talking about essential oils and the sun, essential oils do not have an SPF. When I first got started with essential oils, I was under the impression that essential oils like carrot seed oil and lavender had a particular SPF. So they were going to protect me or my kids from exposure to sun rays. That is not the case. Um, How essential oils are made they do not have an SPF factor. So do not use an essential oil to protect yourself from the sun. Essential oils can be beneficial to the skin and can help produce certain things in the body that will protect us a little bit from the sun, but in no way, shape, or form do they contain an SPF, so we shouldn't use them as a sunscreen. Um, SPF is considered your sun protection factor, and so 
they measure these in a laboratory. And what they do is they base it on four skin types. So you have your type one skin, which is like red hair uh, or light colored hair, very fair skin. You tend to be a person that can be out in the sun for five to 10 minutes without burning. Then they have a type two, and that is slightly um, darker skinned, but still pretty fair. They can usually, um, they usually have blonde to brown hair and they can usually be out in the sun for about 20 minutes before they start to burn. Then they have a type three, which is a little bit darker still, kind of an olive complexion. And these types can be out in the sun for about 30 minutes without burning. And then they have what they consider type four skin. That's the darkest skin type. And they can stay out in the sun for 40 plus minutes before they burn. So an SPF rating actually gives an indication of how much longer you can extend your stay in the sun. So if you are a person who can be out in the sun for five minutes and you put an SPF of 10 on, that means you can be out in the sun for 10 times longer than that with an SPF of 10. So that you could be out in the sun instead of five minutes, you could be out there 50 minutes without burning. So a lot of times when we see these SPFs of 45 or 60 or whatever, it is a little bit overkill in some aspects because the you typically aren't going to be in the sun for that long. Um, for us, we typically use the sunscreen from Young Living. Um, the reason I like this is because in case you haven't been watching um, Facebook articles, um, not just from Facebook, but there's a lot of articles. And actually the state of Hawaii is looking at banning sunscreens because they are destroying the coral reefs. They are so toxic that they get into the water because everybody's lathering up to protect themselves, which is important. But what's in those sunscreens is so toxic that it's actually killing off parts of the coral reef. So that is why I love the Young Living sunscreen because it is not toxic. So you can lather up in it and not have to worry about destroying sea life or your, or your own body. Um, we have made DIY sunscreens and even the Young Living sunscreen, what you're getting protection from most of the time in your sunscreens is your zinc. And you can get a few different types of zinc. And it's important to know which one you're getting because zinc is, um, like I said, what's going to protect your sun skin from the sun, but there is non-nano zinc and then there's nano zinc. So nano zinc is so small that it actually penetrates your cells and can cause issues within your body. Uh, the Young Living sunscreen contains a non-nano zinc, and I've actually purchased non-nano zinc on places like Amazon that is safe to use on your skin. Now, I like to DIY things, so I have used, and I will post the recipe for this on my blog so you can get it. But when you're using the non-nano zinc um, in a DIY recipe, it mixes in really, really well, and you know that you're not getting any of that absorbed into your cell. That's, like I said, again, why I love using the Young Living sunscreen or using my own DIY. So when I use my DIY, and even in the Young Living, they do use some carrier oils. Now, carrier oils, unlike essential oils, do contain an SPF and can protect your skin from the sun. You'll have everything from red raspberry seed oil, which has one of the higher SPFs of anywhere from 28 to 50. Um, carrot seed oil, not carrot seed essential oil, has an SPF of 38 to 40. Um, things like 
Jojoba oil are lower. They have like a SPF of four and coconut oil is lower as well. And that has an SPF of like two to eight. So you can combine these essential or, or these uh, carrier oils with the non-nano zinc and mix it well. And then you can add some essential oils like carrot seed oil and lavender and myrrh and hilichrysum. These are all very beneficial to the skin and actually can help your skin produce the melatonin it needs to um, prevent things like sunburn, but they do not give the SPF factor. What's giving you the SPF factor is things like the non-nano zinc and things like your carrier oils you're using in there. And the nice thing about both the Young Living and the DIY is that you know exactly what's in both of them. They are non-toxic and they're not going to hurt your kids. You can use them on your little ones. I know if you've ever looked at a sunscreen, some of them say do not use on kids under six months. So I'm not sure exactly. There's things we can do to protect our little ones from the sun, like wearing hats or getting the swimsuits that are like sleeved. So we protect them. And those are all great and fine and wonderful, but we still need something sometimes to protect the ears and and the cheeks and stuff. So you can do, um, make your own or get something like the Young Living. I love both of them and you're getting a non-toxic version of that. Um, if you by chance do get a little bit too exposed to the sun, something like, um, the Lavaderm or making an, again, a DIY version of an after sun spray is really good. Now the Lavaderm is a liquid that goes on almost like a gel. So once it sprays on, it goes on like a gel. And this actually can relieve some of that pain um, and itching from things like burns, scrapes, cuts, or sunburn. It soothes, soothes and cools your skin. It has immediate relief when you spray it on. It moisturizes your skin, so it prevents peeling if you did get too much sun, and it promotes healthy-looking skin. Um, a DIY version of this would just be combining something like aloe vera gel with some lavender and peppermint in a spray bottle and then adding water to it and then you could just spray it on and it's also a good one to keep in the fridge to give you that little bit of a cooling feeling when you apply it um a few other things to get us ready for the outdoors is and summertime is having some sort of insect repellent available now once again i do love the young living insect repellent when we were camping we actually go camping Memorial Day weekend out in the middle of the woods with no electricity. So we are in the deep, <laughs> in the heart of the woods. And uh, we were with friends and stuff, and they were all using their regular bug spray and spraying it on quite um, uh, one after another. I mean, like they just kept spraying it on. And I had put on my Young Living insect repellent. And one thing I recommend with that is using uh, purification essential oil on the bottoms of our feet because the bottoms of our feet contain so many, are, contain all of the body systems. When we put an essential oil on the bottoms of our feet, it actually kind of disperses throughout the body where it's needed. So when we do that with the purification, it helps keep the bugs and the, the junk away. Um, so I do that, and then on top of it, I take the Young Living Insect Repellent, and I put that in a big roll-on and in a spray bottle. So then I roll it on myself. I roll it on the kids. I can roll it on their face. And I love this because I don't have to worry about, like, showering them up and then going out for a bonfire or whatever and then sticking them in bed afterwards thinking that they're covered in toxic junk. This um, insect repellent has just sesame seed oil and essential oils in it. So they smell good. It's nourishing to the skin. And I don't have to worry about them like 
rubbing their hands and licking them or eating food with them or whatever and getting some sort of toxic DEET or something like that in their mouth. And I know that they're protected. So I have to say, from my personal experience, being out in the woods that whole weekend, I did not have one single tick. I had a tick on my pant leg, but it never attached. And I did get some bites because, like I said, we were in the middle of the woods. But it was not anything like, I mean, I wasn't getting eaten alive. You could hear the bugs, but I wasn't getting bitten up by them. So... I highly recommend that. There are some DIY versions of that where you just use essential oils with either vodka or witch hazel and some water and spray them on. But I have found that the Young Living version of it works much better than um, the other ones that I have used. Now, if you get bit or if your kids get bit, I have found what works really well for us is we make an itch stick. And that itch stick contains lavender, copaiba, and purification. And the reason I choose those three oils to put in there is because the lavender is really soothing to the skin. The copaiba helps with the inflammation from the bite. So any redness or swelling around the area, it helps with that. And then the itching, the purification really helps with the itching. So they're not sitting there itching. And I throw those three oils, about 10 drops of each in a roll on and add some carrier oil. You can do sweet almond, coconut oil. And then if they get bit up or if you get bit up, you can just apply that to the site and it takes it takes that itchiness away so they're not just sitting there scratching and scratching and scratching and causing even more issue um beyond that another two essential oils that I highly recommend for the summertime are lavender and peppermint because the lavender is very soothing to the skin and the peppermint you can use this in a cooling spray Um, you can actually add peppermint to your water. It's going to help keep your body temperature down. So if you know you're going to be hiking and the temperature is going to be warmer, um, adding a drop of peppermint to your water and then keeping that with you throughout the day so you can sip on it will help keep you cool. So you don't overheat or get, you know, um, too warm. And then um, just keeping lavender and peppermint in a spray bottle in your fridge is going to be very soothing to the skin. And it's also going to be cooling on those days that are really, really hot. Um, Some kids and adults alike uh, suffer from like seasonal discomforts. And so for that, um, if you have kids ages um, under 11, you can use a combination of purification, lavender and lemon in a roll-on, just four drops of each, and then apply that underneath the nose to the sinuses and forehead. And I like to do it along the sides of the neck just so that it helps with drainage. Um, For adults or everybody else, I like to do the, the trifecta of seasonal support and that's lavender, lemon, and peppermint. Now to each of these, you can add a couple of drops of copaiba because it'll help, um, those oils work a little bit better, but both ways, whether you're using it on a kid or you're using it on an adult, you can just apply under the nose to the sinuses, to the forehead and to the sides of the neck to help with things, help things to drain properly. And when you're making that roll on with the lavender, lemon and peppermint, it's just 10 drops of each. And you can use that for anybody ages 12 and up. Now for us, we use it on almost all ages, but I am okay with using those essential oils on my littles because I know we're using Young Living and I know the purity of them. So, but that's just my personal preference. If you're looking to avoid some of those oils, the other combination would be be the purification, lavender and lemon. So those are just some of the basic things that I like to have on hand during the summer months so that we have non-toxic things for our family to use 
pretty much on the daily during the summer. We have our cooling spray, we have our before sun, after sun, insect repellent, and um, our seasonal stick and itch stick if we need. And those are some things that we just keep with us or have on hand at home or when we're camping just to keep everybody feeling well and able to enjoy the beautiful summer weather. Again, this is podcast number 20, some summertime essentials. This is Simple Blessings and Oils. You can find the show notes at www.simpleblessingsandoilspodcast.com. As always, be grateful and have faith, and God bless. Thank you for tuning in to Simple Blessings and Oils. Visit me at simpleblessingsandoils.com or on Facebook at Simple Blessings and Oils. Simple Blessings and Oils is a production of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network.